0: There you guys. go That's, my That's
1: cool You're alive.
2: What's up everybody? Welcome to this week's show I hope you all are having a great week Biz, what's happening my man?
1: Back to being normal Last week was a little rough Last week was a little hard But the circle of life, still you go on So everything is all Let's good
2: Let's do it What's up Jonathan? What's up Garrett? So we've got my boy Jonathan Koo here wow. You guys are going to love this show. This dude brings the fire. I'm, I'm telling I'm, y'all I'm right now, I don't know if he's going to be able to stay in this seat the whole time, but we're going to try and keep him here. Let yeah. him tell you this story.
0: I have a very, very interesting story, guys. Plus, I'm a troll, so I think most people find me entertaining.
2: He's definitely a troll. He's,
1: he's been here three minutes, and I'm live. Yeah. <laughs> three minutes, like, this dude, yeah. This
0: is be good. Yeah, I
2: mean, I'm telling you, like, so, I'm... I'm going to start the introduction off a little different this time before I let you like really tell everybody what you're about and kind of give us your backstory here. That's So I met Jonathan at the gym, you know, as y'all know, next week, we're going to have a recap. We've got Alex coming back on from the whiskey weight loss. We're going to do round two. I'm even going to post some before and afters because I've lost like 21 pounds Let's in eight go, weeks. Dude,
0: congrats, bro. Thank you. Thank that's, that's you. That's a big feat, man.
2: Got back into the game and the fitness journey and oh, yeah. feeling really good. I'm about to start the second part of his program, but we're going to bring Alex back on, talk about that. But I figured a great precursor to that was to bring this guy in.
0: Oh, you know I so, have a jacket on. <laughs>
2: yeah, I was gonna say that jacket right. keeps you from doing all your
0: normal I'll stuff. Wait here. We took a shot, but yeah, you know. yeah. All right.
2: So, Jonathan, I'm gonna be completely honest here. You guys should expect nothing less. When I first got back in the gym, so everybody knows, there's certain people in the gym that just stand out, and there's people that you watch. This guy's <laughs> one of them. I'm the crazy right? guy like, in the gym. He, like, I literally thought. I'm sitting there. I mean, I'm a person that when I'm working out in the gym, I got my <laughs> headphones on. I like to zone out. Unless I'm working out with somebody, then I'll ditch the headphones. But most of the time, I mean, I used to work out with Naz all the time oh, at 5 a.m. Shit? Okay. Naz and I were workout buddies pre-COVID. Yeah. Um, trying to get back to where I can hang with him even a little bit. because like, now I know he'd just kill me. Yeah. But when I first got back in the gym... I'm watching Jonathan go around the gym. And, guys, I'm going to try to explain this the best I can. Like, I literally <laughs> thought he had Tourette's or something. Yep. And I was going to ask Naz, like, yep. what is up with the crazy Asian dude? Yep. So, I'm going to describe, if you show up at <laughs> Lifetime at, like, 530 in the morning, what you're going to see is Jonathan with his selfie stick tripod, his nope. phone. Nope. He's got a tank top on he's got the ll cool j (laughs) (laughs) pants with one leg hiked up and this dude is like k-popping and like i'm bouncing i mean he is getting it on like he brings the energy sets the tone in the gym like if you need a little (laughs) motivation or think you're having a bad day just you look over and watch jonathan and you're like dude that dude gives zero fucks he is living his life and, man, I wish I brought that much energy to the gym. Like, on my best day, I don't feel like I have what you're showing. Like, you you bring this charisma, this energy that is, I mean, like, I've never seen anything like it in a gym. And I've, I've been in a shit ton of gyms yeah. from the time I was, like, 16 years old on yeah. up working out in the gym. So, it's funny. I had this preconceived notion and was totally judging you. Yep. And had these, I mean, not to mention, he makes the craziest faces. Like this dude gets like this guy. angry, mad. He does that. He gets <laughs> All off day, going. Maybe. And then he just starts banging some weights. I mean, like yep. it's impressive as shit. Yeah. Well, then there came a Saturday about four weeks into my journey back into the gym where this dude walks in and I didn't know what was wrong with him. Like he was talking to another gentleman in the locker room that I knew <laughs> from previously, and he was just down. And I was like, I I didn't know his name. I had never introduced myself. We'd never met. And he made a comment. He's like, yeah, I'm just not feeling it today. I was like, whoa, whoa, bro, you got to amp that up. Like everybody here is kind of counting on you to do some kind of crazy. Like we need you to like bring that energy. Like I can't have you in the gym working out with like that kind of energy. And you introduce yourself, and mm-hmm. we just started talking. That's my thing. And you asked me, you're like, can I take a selfie with you? You're like, that's my thing. I take selfies with people at the gym. And I'm like, wow, I've never had anybody else ask me if they can take a selfie with me. It's in the gym. We're in the locker room. little weird, but okay, yeah, cool. Let's roll. Yeah. And then we became Instagram friends. And then you're like, I left it not even thinking about it on my podcast page. When I pulled that in there, I gave you my personal and then I signed you on the podcast and then you started asking me about the podcast. Exactly. So I knew I had to have you on the podcast because you started telling me your story. I got like the first snippet that first day and I was like, yeah, that needs to be on the podcast (laughs) for sure. And if you're willing to talk about all that, let's rock and roll. So without further ado, Tell everybody about a little bit about yourself, where you grew up, and, you know, what, okay. what you do for a living, and stuff like that. Cool. Uh, first of all, can I get this back down? Because it's, like... Yeah, yeah, like It's, I like, mean. all up in my shit right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. We can get you fixed up here.
0: That. Who the fuck from San Juan is calling me right now? Them spammers are real. Appreciate that. Oh well, yeah, dude.
2: when you troll as hard as you do, you know. Dude, I swear.
0: <laughs> I got fucking haters all day. All right. So, uh, I guess starting off, uh born and raised in guffport mississippi guys i am a small country boy from the middle of nowhere um typical asian family i'm vietnamese um full vietnamese um like i said born and raised in mississippi it's as country as you think it is uh but i love it i love the people there i'm a small talk type of guy that's kind of how i met garrett that is my type of energy where i just uh i like to just talk to people say hi and it i just uh Let's see. Where do I begin? Well, uh, what, when did you come to Dallas? When did I come to Dallas? Oh, shit. Well, I moved to Dallas in 2012 after okay. my first degree in college. Which uh, was for? Uh, exercise science was my first degree. Um, so uh, I graduated from uh, USM which is uh, in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Okay. And that was an uh, exercise science in 2012. And then I decided to move out here in Dallas because uh, they have a chiropractic school here, mm-hmm. Parker. And so um, I decided to pursue chiropractic.
2: Okay. It's his first cigar, y'all. My we're, first cigar, by we're the way. are the These are fucking cool, man. W- With an Atabay, by the way. So, I mean, we're, we're going to create dope. this bad habit right <laughs> out the gate. So,
0: is this like the, the creme de la creme?
2: Yeah. I mean, That's like, the, you're
0: in the private Let's Atabay go. lounge here at ICC. Um, so, I went out here, um, pursued chiropractic. I basically finished, I think it was my first year of chiropractic, if not second. And I got into the clinical portion of it. And... I hate to say it, dude. Chiropractic has some, I call it juju. Yeah. Um, there's this shit that I was like, how the fuck did you cure that? And there was like no validity to it. And when I tell you the professors and the students just gave me the bullshit, I'm, not, I'm a no bullshit type of guy. Yeah. And they were handing me the bullshit. And I was like, that's the bullshit that everyone's agreeing with this bullshit. I'm fucking out of here. Like I yeah. straight up. One day, I felt horrible, because that's all that debt and shit, but yeah. I literally fucked off one day, and uh, yeah, that's, that's that's what got me into Dallas, though, and out the okay. fuck out of Mississippi, because Mississippi's a bubble. Um, I'm going to take this shot, by the way. That's yeah, crazy. go for it's it. Cheers, mate. Cheers, man. Shoot oh, it, disclaimer, it, man. by the way, before I get into that shit, I'm yeah. a recovered alcoholic. I have a two to three drink rule-ish, so don't cancel me.
2: <laughs> I mean, we've only got canceled like one time, like where saying, we got man. shut People off on fucking here. Fucking
0: haters, man. That's all it, it,
2: it happens, man. Like these algorithms and stuff like you, you never know what's going to happen. And it's, it's not the things you think you're going to get shut down for or where they'll drop the feed. It's like the dumbest things yep. ever. Like I had a guy on my show that we talked about all kinds of stuff. He literally went on the show. That's after mine here, mm-hmm. former NFL player. And they asked him if he was a shit talker in the NFL. And he told a story about where a guy in college spit on him, and he got to play against him in the Super Bowl. Mm. And he owned him. And he basically, all he did, and I'm going to say this real lightly, is he called somebody trash. That's it. Literally called him trash. God forbid. Said it about 10 times, but that literally got them booted (laughs) off, and that show disappeared for about, what, Biz, 48 hours? Out of there. <laughs> yeah, like, it was I gone.
0: I don't understand. So, like, Internet it's sometimes. really funny,
2: like, I mean, Seriously. if you have all your settings set right, it mm. technically shouldn't happen, but you never know what's going to set things off. But without further ado, I mean, so chiropractic school, yep. not for you. Yep. Then you decided at some point to become a pediatric
0: RN. Uh, okay, it's a little more complicated than that, so let's kind of swoo down that road. All right. all right, so after chiropractic school... This is kind of when my weight really jumped at its highest. So after chiropractic school, I did like an odd jobs here and there. I tried personal um, training-ish, and then I like did like scribing at a hospital. What what got you into working out though? Like, so I think if
2: I understand correctly, you weren't like this super ripped, you know, Asian Mm -hmm. kid in high school that was like super ripped. I wasn't
0: this jacked until... My split. So this is, okay. this, this is going to be a long one. That's uh, fine. We got well, plenty I guess, of time. Well, I, I kind of practiced this on my Instagram until I took it down. So I'll take you fr- back from the beginning. Growing up in Mississippi, um, I was like a young, bubbly, normal Asian. Well, I would call myself normal. I was this bubbly Asian. But then at age 12, I played a game called Diablo 2, man. And i tell you that game was fucking fire it was too fire like i played it like i my soul out of that fucking game and it got me sedentary it got me fat that was like at the age of like 12 so and you were like how tall and like what do you, what would five, you say right? so i stopped growing height at the age of like 12 <laughs> like <laughs> i've always been 55 five. i probably got up to like 100 and like 80 pounds there or something at that age that's pretty heavy though That's real heavy i mean
2: i you couldn't I, mean? I was 6 foot tall and couldn't break 120 pounds until i was in my 20s so yeah, five five and being a... Uh, here we we'll get you. There you go. All right, so no, no, no. five five being one hundred and eighty five pounds. That's that's pretty thick yeah. at, at that. So time. basically,
0: uh, yeah, and then I was basically a big fat nerd, which is fine. But at age thirteen or fourteen, which is right in high school, um, I took a weight training class. And I decided to sign up for the cross country team because my best friend was a runner and I just wanted to hang out with him. I literally was a fat ass Asian kid that was like, I want to hang out with my best friend. Who's a runner. Let me just literally go hang out with the cross country team as a joke. But I ended up kind of liking it because after I got done running as a fucking joke, I was like, this is actually kind of cool. I feel pretty good about myself. Plus taking that weight training class. I slowly was like, this is actually really cool. I can, like, run and, like, work out and, like, feel just good about myself. Stop, man. That basically got me into bodybuilding. Uh, back in my days, for you young guns, uh, there were no – there wasn't Instagram. There wasn't Facebook. I was on these little bitch-ass forums on the Internet just kind of scouring how to work out, how to do nutrition. Everything was, like – I don't know how to put it, like the dark web of forums. Yeah. Self-taught. Just kind of learned everything on my own there. Trial and error in the gym. Initially. uh, So that's what my initial start in the fitness was. And then uh, around my senior year, I actually had exercise anorexia because I fixated on that shit, man. I actually dropped like below 120 pounds. Um, I have a few pictures, but not many. Um, I don't even look like me. I think most people would have probably like put their kid into like a, you know, like a hospital or something. But Asian yeah. parents are like, don't get my me wrong. My kid's fine. There's nothing yeah, wrong yeah, with my kid. Don't get me wrong. My mom was like, what the fuck? But I was just like, I got this mom. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I did the hard headed shit where I didn't really want to deal with it. Um, I just eventually was like, okay, this is not healthy. But it was, it was bad at one point. You know what I mean? It was just, it was too light. I lost too much muscle and fucking, it was horrible, man. I looked like shit. I did not look good. Um, and then obviously the first degree was an exercise science. So that kind of gave me like just more, I guess the science behind the knowledge I already had behind bodybuilding and shit and exercise. So, so now
2: you started getting a little bit of the diet and figuring out how yeah, to
0: control what you were doing. You take some doing. nutrition classes in there. A lot of it's like the physiology of the exercise, what you're exercising, why. Um, again, most of it was just learned in the gym, but it's more of like the piece of paper too behind it. Yeah. Um, so okay, where do I go from there? Well, let's talk about what got
2: you back. So you got back into college. You got into college. You took all this nutrition, exercise stuff. Now you're now you're coming back out of the anorexia of I yep. uh, forget what you called it. Um, but you you're getting back now. Yep. Now you're getting back to a healthy weight. Yep and somewhere along in here you oh, I plateau say, okay. back down yep. and now you become in a
0: nutshell guys my weight has yo-yoed my whole life so right there about senior year i dropped weight and then i uh gained some of my weight back healthily right before uh, my first year of college and i was pretty healthy there up until i met my ex which was about age i'd say about 21 Um, that was my second year of college and I kind of got comfortable in the relationship. And that's when my weight really started to, um, go back the other way, you know, when I reached my heaviest. So with my ex, when I moved to Dallas in 2012, that's when I was just like, I wasn't working out. I was going back into just like my old eating habits and, uh, blasting alcohol and, uh, yeah, I actually stopped weighing myself at 280 pounds because no one's no one wants to fucking look at the scale like yeah who the fuck but
2: you went from 180 was big to
0: 280 yeah that's why I was like
2: so you gotta saw the picture I post up I mean like he openly says like gave me a little confidence of my before and after for eight
0: weeks that but. photo right there is actually when I'm probably only like 220 pounds. That, yeah. was, that was a nursing school photo. I actually don't have a shirtless photo when I was like 280 just because yeah. who the fuck is going to take that? <laughs> I wish I did. Yeah. That's actually why I try to tell people just fucking take the photos because you're going to regret it. I regret not taking photos. That's
2: what started me back on my weight journey yeah. was doing this podcast. Because okay, at, as funny. you'll see at the end of the show, I take a picture with every guest. Okay, cool. And we post that with the podcast when it goes on all the other platforms. Oh, that's cool. Well, I started being next to all these athletes and all these other people that were not fat and all out of shape like me and man it started bothering me and it was like that was the drive again seeing myself in photos that then it's real you know know. you're seeing a physical photo that you're like wow like that's because your mind will tell you different (laughs) things you look in the mirror you'll justify stuff one way or another oh it's not that bad or whatever oh it's true you start seeing the photos and it's like
0: man like all right Gotta make change here. It's so fucked up is I still have body dysmorphia too, man. I know I look jacked, and this is the most jacked I've ever been in my life, but it just comes and goes, man. Like I just I don't know. Plus the internet <clears> is full of fucking just fucking trolls, man. Oh I'm a troll too, but I'm like, I'm not a negative troll. I'm a positive fucking troll. I try to like spread positivity through laughter and humor. Yeah. I don't put fucking people down. I mean, like I said, I just started pushing like social media a few months ago after I started making videos. And you just get these people, they just, God, man, hate, like, I just call them haters. They just, they just bring, they just talk shit. I don't know. It's hurtful. And it's like, damn, dude, you, I don't know how people exist in this world like that. It's like, do you hate yourself that much to go on someone's page and just.
2: It's really sad. To like, see damn, bro. Stars. Like, yeah.
0: I, it's, I.
2: But, you know, like, that's the way they justify their, crazy. their existence or their happiness or unhappiness. Sorry, a little bit of so, a tangent there. No, it's, um, I mean it's it's part of the experience. It's part of what you went through. So, so I, I mean that's I think that's good for some some people to hear because I mean some people get bullied, some people get harassed, yeah. some people get X Y Z, and I mean it just shows that you know you've gotten it through all the different stages. Whether it was when you were at your biggest,
0: your best, yeah, it's still going to come. So my weight um after chiropractic school it really jumped up again my heaviest maybe around 280 pounds did the whole bullshit where I like played a bunch of fucking video games blasted alcohol all day didn't know what to fucking do with my life but it wasn't until I had a fucking crazy mushroom trip with my best friend Scott we decided to do shrooms together for the first time and i fucking tripped out and he tripped out and everything was fine cuz we were playing tetris and shit everything was cool until i went to the bathroom and i fucking tripped out in the bathroom it got dark you real in quick the i don't fucking know what happened in the bathroom yeah. all i know is it it got dark <laughs> basically It was like a voice telling me, what the fuck are you doing with your life? Like, what the fuck? You're absolutely a fucking loser. Like, I I, I became suicidal right there because I was just like, what the fuck? It was just an eye opener. But it was dark, man. That was real dark. Um, Is
2: this uh, before or after the big breakup?
0: This was before. Yep. Yep. This was actually, uh, I stayed with my ex actually through nursing school. Um, My breakup with my ex, which I'll get into here in a little bit, was really recent. So that was 2017 right before I pursued nursing. So again, so I tripped out on mushrooms and I said, fuck it. I got to do something. I don't care what the fuck I do. I decided to just get a job at um, some little coffee shop. And then I, uh, I had the prereqs from exercise science. A lot of them counted towards nursing school. So I only needed to take like bullshit classes, like history one and two and fucking, you know, just bullshit, but I needed to do it. That's all it was. I needed to fucking do it. I just wasn't doing it. So I, Worked at a fucking shitty-ass coffee shop, which I fucking hate. Um, and bam. And then I, I pushed towards nursing school and just straight-up applied and got in and uh, finished nursing school. I, w- I went through an accelerated program. man. That's awesome. That's a lot of work. Um, it was a year-and-a-half um, accelerated program, more for people like me that's, like, not looking to bullshit, like, you need to get it out the way and get a job. So I was cool. And uh, I finished it there. And um, so I finished nursing school. In 2019-ish, I think around there, yeah, and then I immediately just went into my master's because my ex convinced me, she's a nurse practitioner, so she basically convinced me why the fuck, like, fuck being a nurse because she did the the grunt work, right? Yeah, And she's like, it's not worth it, just go straight into school, just because, and I was like, yeah, I kind of agree. So, um, what is it? During nursing school, I would say, again, my weight yo-yoed. I kind of became a gym rat again in nursing school. And I got kind of, I would say I was in shape. Most people would look at me and be like, hey, man, you got nice arms. You have a good physique. I looked like a gym rat. Um, But honestly, it wasn't until my split with my ex I turned into fucking something else, man. I'm still something else in the gym right now. I don't know what the fuck I am. I really don't. You've seen me in the gym. I, I really try to explain it to people i literally flip a switch now when i go to the fucking gym because i don't give a fuck anymore what people think i think i didn't really give a fuck before but now it's like times 10 it's like i'm gonna go get mine you can do whatever the fuck you want because i'm gonna go get mine because i like i have so much anger pain just all that so it's kind of turned into your therapy 100 fucking percent, yeah. Because at one point, I was just, like, dead inside. I Are you go- finding a healthy balance with that, though? Like, do you think it's... I, I think I am. It's kind of crazy you asked that. I think about two months ago, um, it kind of scared me. It's funny. I met you, I think, last month. that yeah. You think I was insane there. I was probably twice as insane a month before that. I, I was so insane in the gym that because I had this rage and I kept calling it a rage in my head because of the shit my ex did to me. It wasn't anger. It was pure rage, like just fucking rage. And it scared me because I, I I, I literally think I could have hurt somebody. You know what I mean? Like I'm just not, that's not me as a person, but there was times in the gym where I was getting so fucking amped up that like I was getting to that point and I knew it. And I, and I didn't like that about myself But what's cool is kind of like how I met you in the gym, I had a few uh, gym bros that was like, hey man, like um, they reached out to me and was like, we have this cool church group. Why don't you just come check us out? And I was like, dude, I kind of, I make this joke guys. I need some Jesus in my life. I went and saw some fucking Jesus and you know what? It's been one of the best things that's ever been like happened to me. I've only been going for about three weeks, but it's good, man. As you can see, like it, it really has started started to level me out.
2: I mean, cause this gives it stupid. I mean, like I used to joke about it, I was teasing the other Jonathan. Do you know Jonathan up there yeah. every morning? Yeah. yeah. So Jonathan's one of my boys. I <laughs> I call him Zeus. And Zeus, yeah. Zeus up there, <laughs> he used to go so hard and he used to get suspended like Back when Nas and I was not working out, like literally about every three months, I he know. would get suspended and then he'd have to go work out at McKinney or one of the other gyms for a I while. I think I was
0: going down his route. And, and he, would, really he would literally did. get
2: talked to because like he would get so <laughs> in this zone and he'd be doing some kind of circuit and someone would pop on a machine when he's on the other side of the gym running back and forth like a madman. And then he would like absolutely blow up like... He, I know he's gotten well, and it was funny. He was joking with the head guy at Lifetime uh, just a couple weeks ago when I was in there, and he was like, I think I should get, you know, I do forget what he said before, but he was like, I feel like I should be nominated for, like, employee of the month. I was like, shit, bro, I've been here for, like, five weeks now. I'm just happy to see you haven't been suspended again yet. God, and then it's like two days later, you're talking to me, and it's like, they just came and talked to me because of the facial expressions i make like yep. that's how petty a gym can be that if someone's in their own zone doing their thing you make the wrong facial expressions and then people start. Doing it. i mean like granted i was judging you off of them the first yeah. few weeks i was there i was yeah, like i'm
0: gonna show you guys yeah can they see this all right uh, when yeah. i'm working we're, out well, guys i literally will do this but it's intense. Like I'm in a fucking zone. So when I like get done doing pushups, my veins are popping out shit and I'll just, I'll just do that. I'll just, I'll just grip cause it's my emotion. I'm a very animated facial expression person already again multiply that times my like scoop and a half with high stem pre-workout yeah i'm in la la land dude I, like
2: I, I think you might be one of those people that you don't need pre-workout bro probably don't but it's say fun that. as fuck I'm, I'm gonna just throw, throw that, that out there it, it might be checking with your blood 100, pressure 100
0: it probably is but again it's my therapy i want to say i'm getting better i'm not perfect yeah but uh But I mean
2: you're flexing, (laughs) posing, I am, man, dancing. I mean this dude dances while he's working out like nobody's in the room. Like legit no one is in the room. Yeah. He does his own thing. I mean, it's kind of motivating too. I mean, for me personally, I'm less like, man, I think I don't give a fuck about what people think about me.
0: I actually think
1: But he really does not. This dude like legit does not. When I'm in
0: my modes, I would say, right? When I'm in my fucking modes, I literally do not give a fuck. Yeah. I really don't.
1: So I think I need to go ahead. I've been going to the gym off and on for the last four months, chasing what I used to look like, because we all have the stories. was fat uh-huh. and shape, but it's, the problem is I'm by myself. Now, I do work out with Brandon, one of the guys here in the gym, but he does these kettlebell things that I cannot do. Uh-huh. And I had a crew with me that we would just old school push iron. And it, and it worked. But when you're working with a crowd of motivated cats with a little bit of competition, I should say, between us. That's a good point. That really pushes me. So I'm like, shit, do I got to drive all the way at five in the morning to hang out with you guys to get what I need to get done? I would say
0: Lifetime Plano. I know it's a little more frou-frou and it's like a life club or whatever. But at the the end of the fucking day, it's a gym, dude. And I really feel like people need to fucking push like you if you want to get a good physique in the fucking gym you just got it you got to push you cannot sit there and work i call it coasting where you just get in there and you just do your little fucking
2: well and i wasn't sure if you were one of those dudes either at first like when i first the very first time you were having trouble with your phone and your little setup you were doing Mm. i was like is this dude really gonna like be over here hogging this bench oh shit dude that's like over here playing on his phone i'm Mm -hmm. like I came to lift weights. Like I brought oh, over shit. here to like this play is my interesting phone. to hear. Like, and it's funny because you see people like there are those groups of people like they spend more time sitting there jagging on oh, their phone. And honestly, that's <laughs> one of the things that frustrates me with this with the whiskey weight loss program I'm on with my buddy Alex. Yeah. He sends you this stuff in an app. So like when I was first learning the workouts until I knew the routine. You were looking at I phone. had to look at my phone. And man, it drove me nuts because I'm a turn the music on, yep. put it away, and let's go. go. Like, I, I don't just taking selfies. And I mean, there's certain mirrors and corners that you see people, man, they are over there flexing Damn. and doing this and that. And I'm just like, I think that's that's, just I think that's where day.
0: some of my hate comes from, where people see me because I do. I, I guess I'm pushing social media, doing the whole fitness bullshit. You have to. You have to take mm-hmm. selfies. You have to do the bullshit. But guys, when I tell you I'm moving at the speed of fucking light in the gym, am I not fucking moving? He's
2: he's not lying. I I literally flash in the gym over here.
0: I just get shit done because I'm a full-time fucking nurse and I got a job to do. So I'm like, I'm a, I'm working out harder than everyone in the gym. B, I'm meeting people like Garrett in between and C, I'm taking selfies, videos, and like, I could just do everything at once. Probably because I'm fucking crazy and that high-stem pre-workout. That's why I do it because i could just get everything done and i'm fucking yeah. nuts and it's it's the truth though and um it's made social media easy because i was coasting up man like i literally was talking about it. before my instagram got locked i had like 300 followers in like a week man i feel like that's a lot
2: <laughs> yeah no that's i mean that's excellent man i Some mean you, shit, dude. you'll have to check out the episode we did last week with alicia she's yeah. a she's a influencer and she's got the instagram oh, yeah.
1: social media 101 yeah
2: it's she gave the yeah, 101 last week so, so I was like you okay, probably get okay, some yeah. good pointers off there but that's dope i mean i think that's awesome man i mean at least you found a healthy outlet to let that stuff out in you know i mean yeah. a lot of people could choose a lot of different things you know alcohol drugs whatever oh, i shit, mean at least you chose place. the gym i mean I know you had your struggles with it yeah. and you went, you know, you went and got the proper help to recognize that find ways to cope and deal with it. Yeah. But I mean, you, I think you'll find that happy meeting in the gym. Cause I mean, it sounds to me like the gym is your like therapy house.
0: I, actually, I mean, I know you
2: talked about that um, with me a little bit because in the Asian culture, which I know a lot of my <laughs> Asian friends are going to relate to on here, yep. especially my Vietnamese friends. I know you're going to be chiming in on this, but, uh, I mean, your parents and stuff don't, I mean, there's not a healthy atmosphere of talking about problems and getting help
0: from problems. No, you're right. That's another reason I'm pretty open about taking, I've been taking therapy or going to therapy since my split. So my split of a 15-year relationship happened uh, about six Six months ago now maybe five or whatever so it's still pretty fresh but when i started um when we started making videos about three months um three months ago exactly three months ago i actually looked it up january 11th or some shit that was my first video um somebody at the gym that i met because i was just meeting people like i met you and he's like Mm -hmm. motherfucker you need to make videos and i was just like because at that time i was just taking selfies with people yeah I, i just literally was just gravitating towards like i just like meeting people you want a selfie and then he's like, dude, have you ever tried making videos? And I'm like, not really. It's really weird. Like, he's like, just make a couple. Do do two videos. He challenged. Yeah. He's like, hey, dude, go make two videos. And that weekend, I did the weird shit. It was so fucking weird. It's actually still in my Instagram highlights. I'm in the quiet-ass gym on, like, a Sunday morning at 5 a.m. And I'm like, hey, guys, I'm videoing myself. It is so fucking weird. And then now I'm, like, half naked on the fucking internet. I don't give a fuck now. It, it got me to just, like... Video, like, be cool with video because videoing is very weird at first, and then it's just like, who, who again, who gives a fuck?
2: Well, yeah. it's like people forget about. It. Like, it's easy when people get in here too, because like they forget camera over there, like, yeah. Because we're, we're just it sitting, helps because it's fucking dark. Yeah, though. we're sitting see, here having a conversation, yeah. and like people can forget about that. But when you're intentionally trying to make a video, see, I think I would have a harder time with that, like doing uh. something like that, because. i I would be very self-conscious of it like did i get that right did i i wouldn't go live i would be like i would have to do it and post it after the fact like couldn't just go live from the gym like i I would i would never do that but like i could see we're doing the video i think that's why but it's educational too because like you said there are still kids that would rather learn stuff about the gym or workouts or they see you see how you look and like they see the before and after and they they want to know how you did that yeah so seeing that and not having to just try i mean because there's all these fad diets yeah and fad oh, and, and, and supplement galore of take this and it's going to make <sighs> you you know absolutely ripped in 90 days and anybody that spending any time in the gym knows that's complete bullshit. Like you can't, it's outwork. sad,
0: but they don't. That's well, why I want do. Some I want to elaborate on that shit. Motherfuckers yeah. guys, fad diets, fad workouts, like your most workout programs that people buy from Instagram, they're just bullshit. You cannot just seep into the bullshit. Keep it. I always say, keep it simple. Keep your diet simple. Eat a balanced diet, eat less, move more that's it yeah
2: it's calories it, in calories out that. but people if, always
0: want to go towards yeah. like fucking keto and all this shit i'm yeah. like unless you're an experienced person that knows how to diet why the fuck would you hop on keto you ain't gonna yeah. do it right
2: well and you're even not. if you do do it right it's not long term exactly you can't maintain
0: that for an extended exactly, time. what
1: you see mostly is when people do see results they get laxed
0: yeah, oh yeah, I'm good yeah. i'm mean, here like exactly. right what right happens back. when you hit your fucking goal and you can't yep. continue to do that. You have no idea how to do it. You, 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 you fall off the bandwagon. The only reason hard. I
1: got back to where I was yeah. is because I had an injury. And that injury sidelined me for like a year yeah. and a half. And I've been chasing it ever since. But I know what to do. You know what to do. It's, it's mindset. And that's kind of about when you first told me about, John. It's, it's, it's your mindset. You go in there, razor focus. Think about it. An hour out of your life every day can change the rest of your life forever. It's just, yeah. a, it's just an hour. Yeah, I mean, some people go two and three hours. I don't to do all that yeah, shit. It's
0: crazy enough to do uh, that. Yeah, right?
1: I mean, it's that's just. Then you get to the point where your I body's mean, like, I can't do shit <laughs> yeah. else. I can't yeah. grow. I can't do nothing because I'm hurting. Well, be and purposeful. Finding
2: that balance too. I mean, there's lots of little things people need to learn yeah. when it comes to taking care of your health and. And there's a lot of different things. Like I'm gonna talk about a couple of things. So first and foremost, I had a big scare right before COVID. Uh, so I was working out with NAS hardcore. You know, I'd been two years in the gym. I was floating right around 205. I was in great shape. Mm-hmm. Was I at my goal? No, I really wanted to be somewhere between 185 and 195 in this mm-hmm. like perfect world of the image I had that I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and I wasn't quite there yet, but, Unbeknownst to me, we did back and shoulders one day, I pulled my lats, both of them. Oh shit. Didn't realize that I had done it. Well, next day I go in, hammer out chest. Well, I then, because of the strain on my lats, ended up straining my diaphragm and my intercostals. So it was literally pulling me from both sides. And my dad had his first heart attack when I was 14 and died when I I was 24. So the next morning when I woke up, when I would go to get up or move and get here, it would catch me and those muscles would lock up and start spasming and it would pull me from both sides, front and back. So it was exactly how my dad had described how his heart attack felt. So I then started having a panic attack, driving myself to the hospital from work because I thought I was having a heart attack. End up finding out, you know, what I just told you. I strained all these things. <laughs> they yeah. did all these tests. I was in the hospital for three days. It took me months to recover um fully from the injuries. And then COVID happened and I did not get back in the gym for almost three years. So that can happen. I yeah. also had a scare shortly during COVID where my blood pressure skyrocketed to like stroke levels. Yeah. But I had done like everybody else. I'm feeling tired and fatigued instead of realizing, hey, you're turning into a fat ass. You're not being as active as you used to be. Get your health in check. Get your diet in check. Yep. Instead, I listened to all these commercials that uh, said, fuck oh, me. if you're a 40 year old male <laughs> and you know, you might have low T, you should go to the men's clinic. Well, sure. Went. Yeah. Had buddies doing it and they were all saying, oh, it's so great. Oh, well, I go once a week, get this little shot. And yeah, for a little while I felt a little bit better. And I need, to, I, have, I need to
0: get into that too. Cause I did that too. Till
2: I yep. had a blood pressure scare and yep. had to go see a heart specialist. Now I'm on cholesterol medicine to blood pressure medicines. Yeah. And she literally told me, tell all your friends and yourself, if you keep taking testosterone, you will be on my table in a year or two, either getting a valve replacement or yeah. getting a bypass. She's like, your body naturally declines in testosterone as you age for a reason. <laughs> you don't need to have the testosterone of an 18-year-old. Yeah. It's not healthy for it was, you. It was fun while
0: it lasted, though.
2: I mean, a little bit, but really was the balance there? really? Was, was I getting yeah. what I wanted? No, because I wasn't even working out. Oh, shit. So, like, I'm I wasn't getting that. any benefit <laughs> out of what the fuck? taking okay. this. So... Yeah. I mean, throw that out there. I mean, like a lot of people try these diets. I mean, the program I'm on now is working for me because it teaches you how to do with your life, and it's kind of like the 90-10 rule. If 90% of the time I'm in my core like zone, yeah, and whatnot, then 10% of the time when life happens and I'm having drinks on my show or I go out with my wife and some friends on a Friday night, yeah. well, guess what? Okay, so I didn't stay at 1,800 calories a day. I had Twenty seven hundred calories. Well, yeah. guess what? It's not plateauing me or peaking me because yeah. for the other ninety percent of the week, I was right online and on target. I like that can you know,
0: I kind of abide by the it. yeah, similar and, like who, like there's no way to be perfect. And yeah. The, like who I mean, unless you're trying to step on stage, right? Then you probably should give a fuck that you're not doing you know, better than ninety ten. But most of us right. are We're just most human. of you're not.
2: You're trying to like find ways to keep balance in your yep. life, get healthier, get lose some weight, yep. and get To where you're proud or happy with your body the way you want it to be agreed so the same thing with a lot of these diets you know i turned down alex's program the first time Mm. and paid three times as much money and did another program you hear about on the radio all the time you know sponsored by the mavericks the cowboys this is their preferred weight loss well with that program They put you in such a calorie deficit that, yeah, if you do it and you can do it for however long, mine was a three-month program, and I lost four to seven pounds a week, but I was eating like 1,200 calories max a day. They didn't want me working out. They wanted me walking about 45 minutes to an hour a day, but nothing more than walking because it would have your metabolism going too much, and then you're going to overeat or eat stuff you shouldn't because you need that extra energy so that's fucking crazy you can't do that like i recommend calories. that stuff for people that are like trying to have a surgery or for certain health reasons need to lose some weight like that quickly but if not if you're trying to find a long-term solution yeah with a long-term maintenance plan you need to know how to incorporate that into your everyday life.
0: I agree with that. I, I mean, really because like
2: that. You're going to have to eat out at times. You're not going to meal prep every day and have every meal right there, perfect calories. You have kids, friends, social events. Yeah. like Stuff is going but to what, happen. What
0: I want to say is most people just don't want to put in the work when i tell people even today so that i was on my nursing shift today and at school some people are like oh why aren't you in scrubs i had some like regular clothes on you know i was giving some ladies some heart attacks at school
1: (laughs) a lot of
0: yeah i had some old ladies i didn't notice you had arms before i actually like to cover up at work because i again i ain't trying to give all the ladies heart attacks But I decided to give him heart attacks today. Just follow his Uh, Instagram or his Facebook if you want that on the regular. Have some fun with my Instagram, guys. I'm a troll and I'm half naked half the time. That's just my personality. But I do not like bringing that shit into my professional setting. I'm a full-time nurse. But today, you know, I was showing a little bit of, like, it's it's, it's just a t-shirt. I had some lady, you know, come feel up on my arms at school and stuff. She was a teacher. It was was fun. But long story short, guys, they always ask me the same thing. How would you do it? How did you do it? Because I show them my pictures, they actually never believe. No, most people don't believe. Yeah,
2: me. if y'all haven't seen this, go to the page and look at this. Like, it's what is this Instagram? Oh, transformation.
0: Jonathan underscore coup. the one with a check on it. And I yeah. see you. Yeah, see you. Jonathan underscore cu, and it's the one with the. Check. I need to delete the other fucking one. It's my other account. That one keeps popping up. I actually got verified, and that'll be cool. So I don't get hacked and shit. But again, my Instagram is locked right now, so I have not been posting. But I will hopefully in a couple of days. Or
2: check his Facebook. You know, you can go
0: find. Oh, it yeah, there, oh yeah, I can add me on Facebook too. I'm open. So again, I just started pushing shit. I'm half naked everywhere now. People are starting to catch wind of it. Um, but yeah, most people don't believe me because they look at me, they look at my physique, and go, "There's no fucking way." And then I just showed him the pictures. I have a very unique smile, face, and personality, and they can. Yeah, Holy you can see shit, it. I mean, that, you
2: got to look at the face, and you're just. Yeah, like, wow. I don't even think I've showed
0: you. I fucking I showed the picture today. of The guy in the bus. The guy was like, he, he was like, I literally thought you were bullshitting. He said in the, the back of my head, I was like, this motherfucker is bullshitting me. Yeah. Until I pulled out the picture, and he goes, "I literally proved him, proved him wrong, man." Well, I had to look at your Instagram in the day when I
2: talked to you in the gym, and you were like, "I've lost like 150 pounds ish."
1: Yeah. And dude. I was
2: like, "Do what?" and you're like yeah man i yeah. i literally did that like it, i mean like that's an amazing transformation like for anybody to be able to like see that set that goal and then yeah. achieve it and then want to start sharing it with others you know cuz you get in there with some of these guys and oh, they're yeah. either taking juice or they're and they'll tell you they're not or they it's don't even one. want to nice share. People. Yeah. I, yeah. I,
0: uh, like, But it's me, dude. <laughs> definitely. Thing. Definitely. <laughs> Cannot. Yeah. The guy looked at the photo the whole time. And he was like, motherfucker. And I'm like, what, dude? It's fucking me, dude.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, you look like the nerdy, mad, fat scientist. Yeah, like, it's exactly,
0: but it's me. You know, it's in crazy. a lab coat. Yeah. I think I've just done a good job of like, uh, I, I still have problems with like my loose skin or whatever. But I had the uh, abdominal surgery because I had a lot of loose skin on my uh, abdomen. Mm -hmm. That was the main one. But I still have loose skin around my uh, fucking chest, like lower back and shit that I deal with. And Again, is it, I mean, it's enough to to bother me every now and then. But for the most part, I actually do like my physique because, I don't know, I'm fucking jacked right now. This is the best shape I've ever been in because I've never worked out like this, man. I just haven't. Not even fucking close. I was always a gym rat off and on. And at one point I'd be like, again, most people would be like, oh guys works out. Right. So
2: what kind of program do you try to follow? Like tell people a little bit of what, what you do. I mean, like, cause right. we've talked, we've had some other athletes on that have talked about what they've yeah. maintained their workouts we've had alex on he's coming on again next week yeah tell people a little bit about about what you do because okay you know there's a lot of people that are curious they you know okay. yeah. they read men's fitness or whatever health yeah, magazine actually do or whatever have a lot of people that ask and the internet, you know so. some people are they do they break it down into body parts on certain days yeah some people do full body all the time some people do cardio on yeah. certain days i mean what does a week what take us through your week of working out and what that looks like?
0: All right, this is going to be a little insane, but aside I'm insane. from the dancing, uh, first off, I'll go through my nutrition real quick. It's real simple guys. My nutrition, I do intermittent fasting. Um, so I have like an eight hour window where I eat ish and I eat about 3000 calories. I'm not crazy strict on it. Like if I feel like eating another meal cause I feel like shit or I feel like I need to load up, I'll eat another meal. Um, but I eat about 3000 calories, do From intermittent fasting. I do like a 12 to eight type deal. Cause it okay. works perfectly with my nursing shift. I have okay. lunchtime and then I eat another meal at work and then I get off work and then I go home and I eat. Bam. Done. Like, so
2: you don't take anything like to eat before or after working out because you work no. out early in the morning.
0: But I eat such a big meal. I've noticed for me personally, I eat so much before I go to bed and I work out first thing in the morning. It's kind of like my like I, I'm not hungry in the mornings. So. Yeah, you're loaded. Up I'm already. It's still it's, and, and if next. anything, I think my GI motility is maybe like less than normal because, um, again, I'm not hungry. If I yeah. was like super hungry, I couldn't do this shit but I'm not in the morning. So it just really worked out for me personally. Um, So that's my nutrition training wise. I basically do. All right. I do push pull, but I have to admit, I do not currently have a leg day, but I'm a preface that shit right now. I have a congenital issue, uh, a severe spinal stenosis of like L4 or L5. I had like an MRI done and everything. Yeah. I did the whole like NSAID shots, had a doctor like try different things, tried some PT. Nothing worked except for me stop doing my fucking leg day.
1: So basically, does your L4 push into your sciatic? Or what does it do? Because so, that's, my, that's my injury. Genosis
0: is a narrow yeah. spinal so cord. Oh, it yeah. narrows. I have a hole and I have a severe fucking stenosis of it for some reason. Oh, so stenosis
1: I, was such a big word for me. That's oh, why I had sorry. to clarify. <laughs>
0: stenosis is literally, so this is a fucking hole and then the hole is, for some oh. reason, and it's squeezing on that nerve. And unless someone goes in there and makes that hole bigger, which you, you typically gonna fuck do shit not up want when you do that. Yep. Um, I decided to stop doing leg day for a bit and guess what? My pain fucking went away and I was like, Okay, that's cool. I'm not gonna do leg day anymore. I mean, just be honest, that pain. I'm pretty good with pain tolerance, and uh, when man. I tell you, I was miserable. Well, on you can days, find man. ways of
2: doing stairs or something like that that keeps it light, where you can keep your legs in shape without oh, yeah. like going in there and squatting and five. Yeah, pounds so and I all would. That stuff. That's
0: good that you brought that up. So I do push pull right now, basically rotation, but I always do one leg exercise that's my rule like i'll do three or four sets of squats to start my workout nothing crazy heavy but enough for me to be like i do legs yeah plus i do about 10 to 15 minutes of stairmaster
2: well naz could kill you with your body weight doing legs i mean he's done it to me i mean i'll tell you too one of the most embarrassing you're gonna love this story so when I first started working out, like my upper yeah. body is probably the weaker part. Like really? arms, oh, shit. Okay. arms and back I can do, but mm. chest and or pull ups, I, I, like, I suck at pull ups. Like I suck at pull ups. I need to bring that up too. Um, I haven't been good at pull ups since I was like in my early twenties. Like when I was 120 pounds, stuff. Yeah, pull ups were easy. I'm I'm just now 220. I was 241 eight weeks ago. So 220, I cannot do a bunch of pull-ups with 220 pounds. When I was working out with Naz, even at 205, it was hard. And for those of you who don't know Naz, Naz is like 6'3", former IFBB bro. He's jacked, he's huge, (laughs) and he was my trainer and then became my workout buddy. Well, one day we start doing chest and he's like, all right, well, we're gonna go finish this off. We walk over to the pull-up bar the one that's like on the back wall behind, like free weights are here and it's on the back, like over here with the like cables and the rows and the pull downs and everything. So we grabbed those bars and he's like, all right, I need, I think he said three sets of 20 or something like that. (laughs) And I was like, bro, you're kidding, right? Like,
0: I don't don't know know if I I I can do
2: 10, Yeah, like total. And he's like, no, we're going to stay here until you do them. Like, oh, I don't care if you knock them out in shit, twos, bro. threes, uh, whatever. And, man, so I get up there. I start doing them.
0: Was that the day you pulled your lats, man? No,
2: no, <laughs> no. This was worse. This was early on. I almost quit going to the gym over this. God damn, so bro. all oh, the, the 5 fun. a.m. crews there were doing this. And, man, I hit about 8, and I'm just hanging on the bar. Naz comes behind me, grabs my feet, and just starts <laughs> lifting me up like this. And I'm like, I've never been more mortified, humiliated in the gym in my life. And I see like Jonathan and all of them like watching me and I'm like, this is oh, terrible. Shit. I just dropped, I was like, bro, we ain't doing anymore. I'm done. And that's never happening your, again. Your pride was on the line. Oh there. man, hey, like my pride that's... was
0: shot. That's how I feel with like ass workouts, man. Just being honest, oh. like I have no ass and I feel like I need to do ass workouts. I just can't, my pride just won't let me do them comfortably. You know what I mean? Just, just, just all of it. Just all. I just can't. That's
2: funny. Yeah, I can't do it, man. That's coming from the guy that dances like a thirteen-year-old yes. girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. I mean,
0: I'm just telling you. You're like, right, dude. Guys, when I say I'm have. fucking crazy in the gym, there's some certain certain things I'm still not comfortable with, and if for some reason, it's them booty workouts, man. I'm still a dude at the end of the day. I think it's because my childish personality gets elevated at the gym. Guys, I'm like a kid, a big, big fucking jokester. I like dancing and I like, uh, yeah, so kind of when I'm listening to music, I just, I like to, oh, you asked how my workouts are. I like to keep a very high heart rate. When I say very high my heart's probably about to fucking explode because I'm, 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 yeah, I'm literally saying you're like
2: one eighties, one nineties for sure. Yeah.
0: And how I do it is I am always blasting either push ups or I'm dancing or I'm doing little, I call them spinnies. I literally do spins in the gym and I get dizzy, but I'm mo- the point is I'm moving. I'm just fucking insane where I'm just like, who gives a fuck? Cause most people would just do some kind of like shimmy. I'm literally fucking hopping and, and just shimmy yeah. and boogieing and, boogying and headbanging i listen to a lot of metal and hard shit but like That's I always to be say, my guys, next question what is actually playing in those headphones? my favorite fucking band dude is right now is bad omens bro i fucking i black a lot of metal omens slipknot so bad omens slipknot are like my two go-tos for getting amped up but um once i get in my i call it a pump right you get in this like once i get in my fucking zone sometimes i actually like to listen to like rhythmic no, no lyrics just something that's like like, and it's going so fast because my mind is well i i always try to explain what's going on in my head through my stories my mind is just blasting and sometimes i can't hold it steady so i literally need something that's just like got a tempo but it has Mm -hmm. to be really fast and really just like noise because it actually kind of Oh, I have bad, really bad ADHD. So I don't like when I see people talking. I don't like hearing people work out because it throws me off my rhythm. That's actually why I'm blasting shit in my head and just getting mine. Because if I look at other fucking people or like, I hate to call people out, but it's the truth. Like talking, like a lot of the older guys in our gym do just fucking talk the whole time. Yeah, And it's actually like, it actually distracts me Yeah, because they actually come up to me and talk to me. And I'm just like, dude, you're cool, but like. Like I'm trying to like go get mine, you know what I mean, yeah, I actually have to avoid like down I here. actually actively have to avoid some of the older guys at our gym because I know they're gonna be like it's cool to say high fist usually it's high fist bump go, yeah, but they'll high fist bump like how's your Tuesday going? What do you got planned on Friday and I'm like this is not how this is going to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We got we to gotta get past the Yeah, So that's the shit I listen to. A lot of bad omens is my go-to right now, but slipknot is my, my classic, a lot of metal, a lot of rock, a lot of hard shit, man. Do uh, you, uh,
2: what, how much cardio do you mix in during the week? Aside from the, like keeping your heart rate up and like I, jamming, because I see you kind of do what I do a little bit. Mm-hmm. You go hit the stairs of the treadmill yep. for five, 10 minutes just to get going. And then you're over. So after my
0: split, guys, uh, I will have to say uh, my followers know I've told them I struggle with overtraining. I have yet to take a day off of the gym for the last probably like two or three months, like straight up. And but how I survive it, even though my body is somewhat broken, um, I warm up and a lot. And whether it be I'm already warming up at home because I do my little dances for my followers on my Instagram stories. And then I fucking go to the gym and I always do about 10 to 15 minutes of the Stairmaster. That is actually for the warming up. I'm like moving. I'm like, because my right shoulder has been bothering me. So I really make sure I'm, I'm just moving it. And that warm up is what's going to prevent you from getting the injury, really. I mean, you just got to warm it the fuck up, really. And uh, so that's been my thing. About 10 to 15 minutes of the Stairmaster really gets me warm. And then I'll continue to get warm at the set. Like I'll go yeah. there and just pump out. The dancing and the, see, see, you got to understand all of it's like for a purpose, too. When I'm dancing, I'm kind of thinking about what muscles hurt and what joints hurt, and kind of just like getting it warm. The push ups are very, that like, makes
2: a lot of sense because yeah. you can't explain some of these moves that you do. Nope. Because I mean, it's like, a matter
0: of, like, guess what? I'm dancing, but I'm that, also... That shit ain't mm-hmm. even on TikTok. No, TikTok. I mean, you'd probably be viral if you guys, were on TikTok. I always said, I was TikTok before TikTok was fucking TikTok, man. I'm 34 years old, guys. I'm not old, <laughs> old, but I'm not young, young. Like, I'm not TikTok. That's why easy, I think I'm good for... Easy, You're I'm in here with enough. some old guys, man. I mean, <laughs> come on. Well, most people that meet me see yeah. my energy level, and plus the Asian no raisin face, they think I'm, like, TikTok age, which I think is kind of, like... What, early 20s now? That's like TikTok. I don't know. I don't TikTok. Well, that's that's the reason why you're not early 20s, but neither am I. I actually, most people that saw me pushing social media, like, hey, you got to get on TikTok, I like tapped into TikTok, but it just started slowing me down. I don't know. Um,
1: That shit is work.
0: Yeah, it's a lot of work. (laughs) That's work, man. I mean, anything can be work, but when I tell you, ever since my split, I just go with the flow. Anything that's natural to me, I do it. So right now, I naturally gravitated towards posting up on Instagram uh, and Facebook stories because it's not work. I literally can do it on autopilot. I just film myself for a minute, put in my stories, and eventually I'll take some of those stories, make it into a reel or a post, and it's on autopilot. But once I started trying to put it in TikTok too, like, it was like what you said, it made it work. It mm-hmm. made it like, it was, it was like... Had to think about it too much, and, and and you know all the bullshit started coming in where I was just mm. like, all right, fuck that. So my rule right now, before my shit went down, was to, I would post up like, one or two videos that I put up on Instagram on the TikTok just just to have it on there because yeah. I had no traction, traction regardless, right? I didn't want to ignore it because I actually had a couple people come up to me. He's like, oh, I noticed you from TikTok. I'm like, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I get it, but um. I think I want to concentrate on Instagram and Facebook just because it, it just seems more my speed and I can do it on autopilot. So that's just what I've been doing lately. And fuck TikTok, bro. I'm fucking I'm too old for that shit ish. Like, I think it's <laughs> funny, man. See, Biz, you don't know. Lately, I actually found my little magnet uh, fucking uh, dangle earring, and I wear that shit to the gym now. But actually, I look good in that shit, it's bro. The, uh, bro. It's
2: the, bro, uh, uh, it uh, it's the, fuck the George Michael, bro.
0: Yeah, dude. Whoa. Well, that shit's in now with the it kids. It's the
2: George Michael, but, man. I, I mean, My backstory,
0: dangling. I'm from fucking Mississippi. Conservative ass state, dude. What part of Mississippi? Uh, Biloxi Gulfport.
1: Okay, okay. So I got to uh, go... Do a wedding in something I've never heard of, Mississippi, and where? I'm seeing are It's called Indianola. I don't know. I it's know. like two hours from Memphis. Don't cancel me. I don't fucking know. Or is. two hours from Jackson, <laughs> oh, in the okay. middle, in the middle of that. And well, I just,
0: regardless, everybody
1: you know. just told me make sure I have at least two pistols and keep it moving. Stop nah, as briefly as possible. All right, but near honestly. Jackson?
0: It's super conservative. You do get a bunch of racist ass fucking people there. You do. You do. I would say more than other places you do. And it's super conservative. It's not much back there. Like I literally, they just got an Apple store in Jackson. Damn. So that's it. Like they have like one Apple store in the capital of Mississippi. That's it. I'm pretty sure.
1: Did Coach Prime bring that too? I'm just saying, think I'm about just saying. That. Probably. I'm just like saying. Most, yeah. people Probably. Don't, most people
0: don't get that. Like, we need to go to an Apple store. Like, if you're in Mississippi, like you can't go to one unless you're in like fucking Jackson, Mississippi.
1: Damn. I could be wrong. Everything is Amazon then. I'm just saying, man,
0: that they're just so behind. I'm pretty sure Kmart still exists in Mississippi. Wow. You know what fuck Kmart is? Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. See, I'm from Nebraska. I'm sure saw a piggly we we wiggly have too. Kmart,
1: but I mean, we ain't that far behind in times. Up they in the got Piggly there. Wiggly too. I yeah, bet yeah. so. A Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> oh, fucking Piggly Wiggly, man. damn that's, oh. that's,
0: that's like the Kmart of grocery stores for New Orleans, right? I mean, it's right? uh, Piggly Wiggly. Piggly Wiggly, baby. So,
1: that's did school glad. take you out of What took you out of Mississippi?
0: Uh, the chiropractic school in 2012.
1: 2012 Yeah Alright so Would you go back To chiropractic school Nah to Mississippi Oh fuck no Yes yes no. I, I mean, feel about No offense home.
0: to Mississippi But I always your family still live there I'm out here by myself Yeah I love it. First of all I love it in Dallas Have it's
1: your just, parents visited Out here in
0: Dallas My mom did for my graduation Recently Did she so like it Or
1: did she want to go back she home She did
0: She liked it My
1: mom said F dad, I'm here. My mom moved here. Mom, oh, dad, everybody. My Well, I tried, well, I whole tried family. to
0: convince my parents, like, hey, you need to get the fuck out of Mississippi. But I didn't also want them to, like... My parents are a lot, too. I'm just huh? like, being Understood. Hey, Mom, dad, don't cancel me. I love you guys. We all, Understood. <laughs> Growing up, I've learned that, uh, yeah, they're just... Uh, they're a lot. That's all. And I didn't want... I'm going through some shit, obviously. I You know, I ain't got... They know I'm doing my thing Well, right being now. 34
1: and I'm... 51. I mean, I yeah. kind of remember that because it's a trend you go through so many stages of life of, of transition. And I think especially yeah. being men, because every women say, oh, women mature faster than men, but I don't think people understand as men that we have different points in our lives where you're making decisions, you're reeling from major yeah. emotional things with relationships yeah. all that and you'll go back and say man i remember in my teens or i remember in my 20s now you got shit to say you can win through in your 30s when you're yeah. 40 it's just always about that journey kind of what we're about on the podcast it's yeah when you kind of look back at it from where you were to where you are yeah and what you used to no, get my, there
0: my life literally has been so insane since my split because I'm going to repeat it, guys. I always have to repeat things 3,000 times. I only started making videos like three months ago. And when I tell you my life, just it just changed everything. Like my physique, my workouts, like just meeting people, um, like just, just. You started putting yourself out there. Even my career, bro. Like, but it's crazy. Even my career. The moment I started making videos, I got fired for posting social media at my current nursing job like fire and I'm like it's your
1: current nursing job so you got the job that was my previous I I
0: immediately found another job because I ain't no shit motherfucker I'm I I I, you do what you do because I'm I'm fuck I'm just I call myself in gamers terms a pumper I'm a good fucking player when I got fired I was like really like don't get me wrong it fucking pissed me off but I was like you lost someone you lost a good player you fucking idiots you know and I found a job within like a week It's just a matter of like they handled it very unprofessionally. I'm just going to call the motherfuckers out. They fired me for some uh, social media violations. I would never post up anything in violation of social media. And even if I did, I was loyal to that company for a few years and to that family because I work in pediatric home health. I was very good with the family and I always made sure, hey, can I post this up? I would always ask the family is it okay if I post this with your child because I take care of children I was very close with the family and they always approved of it. Um, I hate to call out my, my ex, but I'm pretty sure my ex got me fired. So I think that's what happened. Sorry. Life moves yeah. on. It is what it is. It's the place. Yeah. We'll leave it at that. It's so. got you to a new place. So. Yeah, no, seriously. Yeah. I'm actually really happy at my current job. Kiddo's real cool, man. I developed a really, really good relationship with him. And, uh, I get to go to school with him every day and play with kids and get paid for it. That's fucking cool. <laughs> That's pretty and awesome. And I'm like a man. kid myself. so it Yeah. Is, yeah.
2: So how did, you, how did you break the mold? Because I think this is important for people to hear too. Because I know in the Asian community, as well as a lot of other communities, talking about mental health and uh, getting therapy man. and stuff like that is pretty taboo. Yep. So let me get into that. All what, right. what, what, what? finally got you to say all right i can't do this on my own i need some help and how how did you break that mold man and how 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 has that affected you now and how do you feel that that's helping you Well,
0: what's crazy is like it wasn't like a insane step to know that i needed therapy because when my ex did that the way she broke up with me and then did I'm not even gonna get into the personal shit, but I'm just gonna say a lot of hurtful things was done to me by the person I love or loved. I didn't think it was possible that someone could do malicious acts towards me. I I just didn't see it coming, if that makes sense. And that made it so much fucking worse. Understood. Because people would be like, Yeah, goddamn, neither did we. A lot of people just didn't see it coming. But once it happened and how broken I was I kind of already knew that like I need help like i there's no like i I consider myself a very emotionally strong person. I'm just very yeah. level headed i'm very like, but when I tell you I was broken, I was fucking broken i i literally I dropped under like one hundred and forty pounds again. The split happened about five months ago. I would say the first two months, I weighed like maybe 135, 140 pounds. My eyes were like sunken in. I was like, you know, the whole crying every day. Yeah. I was fucked. So I knew I needed help. And yeah. I, I literally just Googled therapy help, like, and I picked like a, an Asian therapist because I figured maybe she would know about Asian family dynamics. Yeah. And I met with her. And my first fucking session was me just sitting there shaking on a fucking couch. Cause I, I literally didn't know where to start because all I was all happening so fast. Like all the bullshit, the breakup, like, again, I don't want to get into it. I'm not trying yeah. to blast my ex guys, but some fucked up shit happened or I didn't think it was going to happen and it fucked me and I didn't know where to start. But after about two or three sessions, I could see how helpful it was because it just gives you a completely different perspective on someone who doesn't fucking know you. And again, in the Asian world, it's very taboo to think, ah, you don't fucking need that shit. When I tell you you fucking need that, you need therapy. I think everyone needs therapy and I think it's a blessing that I can afford it. And I'm grateful for it. When I tell you people should not blow it off guys. Like again, I probably can convince everyone they need therapy. It's probably true. And it just doesn't, it needs to be less taboo is all, Yeah, you know what I mean? Like be yeah. cool about being like, the first thing I learned in therapy was as a man was to be like, to be able to say I'm sad or I'm depressed because your, your default emotion as a, as, as a human is I'm anger, fine well, anger, or mad. it's anger because think about it. I always use the example when you're a kid and it's nap time and you get fucking angry for what? because they don't know how to deal with that emotion. They're tired and they don't, they're like, what the fuck is that? And they get angry. You ever think about that with a kid? No, it's a childish emotion. That's what my therapist taught me. It's like, it's a childish emotion because you actually are not mature. You're not emotionally mature. So at that time when I met my therapist, that's the only thing I knew was like anger, and especially with guys, it's pretty true, right? Yeah, You just, you get angry at fucking, oh, that's a cookie. Oh, it's fucking cookie. No, dude, like you can be sad too, bro. Like, and you need to be okay with voicing it and, and, and like talking about it. I just think a lot of guys, including myself, I was raised by a typical Asian father, be a man, you know, take care of your shit. You can't show emotions. Like you got to fucking take care of your shit. You got to take care of your shit, but it's fucking okay to say you're sad or depressed. Yeah. It's okay to show vulnerability. Exactly. Because if you, what I learned is if you fucking mask it. And you, and you do that bullshit where you just have the anger, it's gonna come out regardless in unhealthy ways. That's kind of why I went into alcoholism because it let me release those emotions yeah. in a bad way. My body was actually kind of like yearning for it. And I was just like, I was taking like 10 to 12 shots of Tito, Tito's was my thing every night. And I convinced myself I wasn't an alcoholic cause I was going to school and work at the same time full time. One hundred percent I was an alcoholic it fucking sucked, but um no I went to AA, and the whole nine yards um after my split and uh but I didn't stay because I don't know my my sponsor specifically man he's like he came up to me and he's like, I know you want to go to that bar right now and just go fucking take ten shots and I was like I really don't dude i I don't know what you're talking about yeah, like I just didn't like gravitate towards like i at especially at that fear-mongering of it well at the moment i wasn't like craving drinking like at all i was like i don't know why y'all are trying to convince me i am because i'm not i'm just here because i know i need help yeah but like i don't know why everyone was trying to like yeah everyone was trying to like convince me that i was trying to like i'm not really not craving that drink but um it was still a cool experience because it got me to start praying again and then eventually yeah start going to church so it's crazy man but yeah, no, sorry, tangent there. No, therapy's you're good. been real fucking good because it taught me just to how to deal with emotions as a man and and men need to be fucking okay. I, I, God, I can't stand that, man. I can't stand when especially men can't just 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 show their emotions, bro. And it like be okay with it, bro. Like you're fine. You can cry, you can be depressed, and it doesn't make you less of a man, bro. You want the fucking cookie, you want to you want to pet a dog, cute little puppy, call it a cute little puppy, bro. It'll make you gay. Um. Yeah, I think the shit like that bothers me because you're brought up a lot of even older. Well, oh, and bad, now there's right? the
2: cancel culture. Just yeah. you know, fitting into this and that, and yeah. you know, you gotta everything's got to be politically correct. Yeah, and, you know, it's or, true. It's you true. We're sue happy nation, and everything yeah. else that you know, you just it's created this very unhealthy atmosphere for a lot of people
0: yeah but i'm i'm still going to therapy i i still say it's the best one of the best things i've ever done in my life just cuz it got me to think in a certain way of an unbiased opinion she's gotten me to handle certain aspects of my emotions and my relationship um at or like dealing with the split and stuff in ways i i didn't think i knew and uh it's it fucking dope awesome, man yeah it's fucking dope so I would highly suggest anyone out there having some issues, guys, just give it a try, man. Like, what do you have to lose? And I'm going to put it this way. Anyone that says they can't afford it, I don't know, man. I always go dig it. You know damn well you spend, what, fucking dinner at Chili's. is like 50 bucks, right? Yeah. Bet. You know how many fucking people go to Chili's on like a Tuesday? Fuck off, man. Don't go to Chili's on a Tuesday and go get some therapy, motherfucker. Like, you'll be fine. Yeah. I go once a month, and I actually think I probably could do it once every two weeks but that cheap ass asian in me comes talking and I, I, got, I got once a month and i again that people you can afford it you just gotta you gotta just like a workout you make the time make the effort make like you have the money you just gotta allocate the funds right like yeah fucking prioritize it that's all so
2: so what is what is jonathan doing for fun these days what what, what some people don't know that you do for fun to oh, like get you outside of the norm
0: That's interesting. I mean, it's
2: obviously not video games today. Maybe it is. Well, it was.
0: I was a big nerd. But I also know that, again, um, when I play video games, I almost go too hard, man. Like, way too hard. Lately, the social media thing has kind of been my side gig. my full. hobby. Yeah, my full time is obviously nursing. That's my career. But for fun, uh, food reviews, bro. I started doing food reviews with my Instagram um, I've just, seen some of those And I'm yeah. not gonna lie
2: I don't like them Really? Yeah Cause I'm on like Trying to stay 1800 calories oh, 90%, no, my 90% yeah. so And I I'm do, watching you eat these Like bomb ass yeah. loaded fries Cheeseburgers So when I pizza.
0: do a, When I do a cheat meal I'm gonna do some scrumptious bro Like yeah. yeah I mean you're killing it Like it, You're uh, doing that it's kind of like the whole bodybuilding cheat meal thing. Mm-hmm. A, I find them fun. It keeps me sane because I follow a relatively strict diet during my work week. That way I can go have a bomb What's your diet
2: look like um, when again, you're not doing cheat meal? What's, what's your normal So during my work,
0: yeah, during my work week, I make the same fucking thing. I call it man pasta. It's a big thing, of ground turkey man pasta. Oh, I'm sorry. Ground turkey pasta with like a vegetable in it and red sauce. It's mm-hmm. a pasta. It's a big ass thing of pasta, uh, a protein shake and a yogurt with like peanut butter in it at work. That's like my in between meal, and I typically throw like yogurt with, with peanut butter in it. Yeah, you don't fucking eat that. No, I've not oh, done you that. Fucking try I that eat shit. yogurt, but I'm gonna have to try this. It's like Greek, peanut butter uh, it's in Greek it. yogurt. I about to say Greek yogurt. Greek yogurt, and you fucking throw some tablespoons of peanut butter in that shit. Oh my god, that's my shit. Oh man, man. all right. I'm yeah, try dude, try. That's, that what, that's my it kind of hits my sweet tooth yeah does that make sense so like yeah. my fat ass bodybuilding and fitness guys a lot of it is just finding shit to take care of your cravings or like at you know what i mean like that's my sweet i'll tell you what i'm
2: really excited about what? so like you know how bad a lot of protein tastes right yeah yep. like yep. so yeah like protein shakes or so Do you know Jocko Wilnick is? No. All right, Jocko Wilnick has a podcast. Jocko's a retired Navy SEAL. Badass dude. Like, 4 a.m., bang shit out. Yeah. Like, motivational speaker, all this stuff. Like, Jocko's bad dude. Jocko's bought out his own line now. And he has protein called... The instant already made in the little to-go container is called Jocko Mulk. Right now, they have vanilla, chocolate... And uh-huh. uh, strawberry, I think it's one other. It's vanilla, chocolate, and something else. But either way, these things are amazing, dude. Oh. Like 250 calories.
0: No shit. Good
2: high protein content, oh. and it's absolutely the I'm shit. I'm always for
0: trying new stuff, and I, I tried the some- chocolate's
2: probably my favorite. But that's, that's usually the they've same They've now thing, right? taken it and made Jocko protein cookies. Oh shit. I'm on on the protein cookie. cookie cookie, Yeah, and if it tastes half as good as these protein shakes do, I
0: tell you they're awesome. Like, they should be on my porch when I get home. Okay, you got to send me a link to that because I, my brother at home, got me into the Quest cookies. Mm -hmm. I'm all for it. Like. Yeah, I was eating too many. They're so fucking expensive, though, dude. Yeah. They yeah. are, man. They the are Quest, not cheap, bro. Quest
2: bars and yeah, Quest cookies dude. are very good, too. I, I, I keep sh- Quest bars at my office, and that's what I go uh, to for lunch a lot of days. I
0: stopped. A, well, the Quest bar. But I was eating too many Quest cookies, and they're they're too expensive, man.
2: Yeah. They're I get the bars. So I've stayed away from the cookies because I didn't go down that road.
0: The bars are cool. I think I ate so many. Like the
2: chocolate chip, the s'mores. Yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah. The Are they high so in calories, too. though? They're that's not like, bad. It's about 200. 200 250 yeah. calories.
0: I mean, they taste
2: all right. Versus what you're probably eating for lunch, <laughs> that's really not much. I mean, uh, my, my, my typical diet right now is I'm I'm going to the gym. I have a calorie drink because I don't take pre-workout or anything because I don't want to mess with my blood pressure. <laughs> I can get it up there on my own. I don't really need that. Um, then I work out. I drink a Jocko milk. If I know I have a long day ahead of me and dinner is going to be late, then I have oatmeal and some Dave's killer bread toast.
0: Oh shit. Yeah. That's I, I knocked that
2: out and then I'll usually have a quest protein bar for lunch. And then we have dinner, which is, uh, you know, some kind so, of yeah
0: you follow fairly like lean, I
2: do. fairly lean meat, a vegetable. And, uh, right now for my, you know, six days a week, I try to stay around 1,800 calories right now because I'm trying to be in a deficit to continue to drop. How many right calories now. are
0: you hitting that like, a day
2: ish? Uh, Right now, I'm pretty consistent between about 1,500 and 1,700. Seriously? Yeah. And I'm staying there and I'm, I'm dropping about two to two two to three pounds a week right now.
0: That's pretty fucking so I'm, low. So I'm
2: staying pretty good. Like, but I mean, like, again, yeah. one or two days a week, I'll get up there to 2,200, 2,400 calories. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, and, yeah. and I'll stay that in that zone. So I mean, like, I get there the other two days. Like, again, 90% of the time, I'm staying really low yeah, and staying yeah, clean. Yeah, yeah. And then that other 10%, I'm, I'm getting there because yeah. I can maintain that that's healthy i can i can do that now as I continue to add muscle and get the weight closer to where I want it yeah i'll add some calories back in and you know be a little more frequent but like, I'm not eating, not, not eating what I want. I mean, I have steak or pork chops and good vegetables yeah. for dinner. Like My wife cooks amazing meals at night, you know. Oh, like She does. I have, you know, good stuff, or I throw stuff on the grill. Yeah. Even on the weekends, I mean, we maybe now go out to eat one night a week. Like, we'll pick Friday or Saturday and, yeah. you know, still go get my Mexican food in or go grab some sushi. What and is your nationality, by the way? I, I mean, I'm just um, a mutt, pretty much. Okay. I mean, like, I mean, I've got... I've got one death certificate to prove my Cherokee, um, which (laughs) I probably will never be able to do because that stuff, a lot of them weren't buried at gravesites, and I need a death certificate or a gravesite to be able to take a picture of, like one more relative to be able to get it on my mom's side, but yeah, I mean, it's a little bit of a mix of everything, so. I'm just Asian. I'm pretty sure I'm Vietnamese. That's it. I mean, I could go take the blood test. I mean, I'm kind of scared to now because five years ago, I made fun of that, and my aunt found my long lost brother who just happened to live in Frisco. My like,
0: what the fuck?
2: Yeah, 11 years older than me. I've known him for about five years now. I have awesome brother. Uh, It's my half brother on my dad's side, and uh, yeah, uh, his uh, awesome wife Tammy, and then I've got three awesome nephews out of it too now. So, yeah, man, it's pretty cool, but. Yeah, we've joked about it because I'm, like, the only one that hasn't done the DNA test because I was, like, making
0: fun of I it. I mean, like. my ex had me do it. It pra- basically was like, yo, motherfucker, you, you Vietnamese. <laughs> 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 You're, like, 99% exactly what you thought you was. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it was worth it, but, I mean, that's just my opinion. I don't really give a fuck, like, my long-lost cousins and shit. I only barely know my current cousins. I mean, ish, you know? like yeah i don't need to fucking know so do you come from
2: a big family or a small family uh i think it's kind of big i mean like my wife has like 42 first cousins my wife's half jordanian oh
0: yeah i think my family's big then i think it's always like relative right i I mean most
2: of my vietnamese friends have like
0: (laughs) massive families i think yeah i think i'm yeah i do yeah yeah big family I was trying to think of it in, like, white people terms and shit. So, like, yeah. It's yeah, okay.
1: family reunions. Everybody get together. You know what? It's, it's a real sad. City.
0: We used to, but, like, ever since I hit, like, I don't know, older age, I haven't seen my cousins in a long time. Other than my super close ones, right? When I was younger, we had the family dynamics every Sunday. Go see the cousins. Go hang out with the aunts, uncles. But, like, after college maybe you I, need to set that up it's possible but like i'm out here by myself so I'm you beat the
2: fire you set it up back it's possible
0: home. honestly like i'm out here just trying to do my own thing and just uh trying to figure out life right this shit all happened so quick and uh i had the picture again not from my point but like most people that come up to me like picture perfect cute girl or whatever we both had great careers like everyone was like how the fuck did it like all go downhill but like People just need to realize, especially social media, right? Yeah. It's all fucking surface level. You know when people yeah. fucking reach out to me? was like, I thought you and Jenny, uh, there's, y'all were perfect. I was like, motherfucker, far from it. Like, if you actually knew me and Jenny, like, like we were volatile, man. Like, we yeah. blasted alcohol and fucking screamed at each other. All night. You know what I mean? Like, if you actually, my close friends would know that shit. But, like, yeah. The people—that's what people need to know about social media. You fucking post stuff. You can put on whatever screen you want, and that's—I think—that's another message of like why I think a lot of people start gravitating towards my current whatever because I keep shit real. Like I just say it how it is. Like I'm not fake.
2: Yeah. But it's also they're also getting to watch the stepping stone because from every failure there's a lesson learned. Yeah. And there's something else coming, something else down the road. So I mean, next chapter. Of uh, Johnny Is we'll gonna be you like You know Who knows
0: I don't know Yeah we'll see You know
2: It's coming Yeah It's coming ain't gonna It's gonna be, a work I in progress I said gonna be An
0: Asian girl though I'm tired of Asian girls <laughs> Oh you're, you're gonna You're gonna You're gonna, you're gonna, gonna bump into that one That
1: you at least expect I'm gonna go man. with uh, a white chick you're going to bump into one at the grocery store, getting you a bag of frozen broccoli, I'm and y'all going to grab Guinness for Hold the- on, okay, this is Greek I'm with Documenting
0: this shit now. I already, I think I already met that person. See,
1: oh, uh, see? Yeah. see, look at that.
0: I think I did. I I have developed one connection with one female since, because I'm half naked on the fucking internet. I get a lot of bullshit. You're hot. Blah 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 blah. Like. I'm not a surface level guy. If you just blast my DMs with bullshit, like, I'm busy, dude. I ain't looking to just go fuck for no reason. I'm just not, and it's not my thing. It's, it, like, I'm just not. I've developed one connection with one girl, and uh, we'll see. I really do think she's special, and uh, we'll see where it go. The past
1: well, has taught you how to handle the future.
0: Yeah,
2: we're pulling for you, though. I appreciate that, yeah. man. All day. Either yeah, but we're, we're pulling for you on that one, that's man. Happened. I think yeah, I think you got a lot ahead, man. I think you have found very good outlets. You've, you know, seeking help in the right places. Yeah. Putting things on track where you easily could have stayed in a dark hole, gone down many other dark holes, and yet you chose not to, and you found other outlets. I appreciate outlets. that. So that's, I mean, that's very commendable. I mean, I think you need to, you know, recognize all the progress you have made and yeah look at the good things you have done i mean
0: look yeah. at all the little kids you help and that you're there for every day i appreciate you that. know like you, yeah, I did you've that. been a so big influence my main that. target audience is like i call them young guns they're like early 20s younger guys because like i didn't really have a great male role model in my like just being honest i ain't trying to trash my dad i always say it but like he wasn't the greatest guy and he's not you know what i mean like i i wouldn't call him my hero because he's you know it's just uh that's it. But well, he
2: provided a safe good home for you. Like yeah. You know, something like,
0: like that. Again, dad, love you. Ain't no hate yeah. or nothing. It's just a matter of like I just kinda wish I had somebody there to like I don't even like fitness wise, right? My dad don't work out I and mean, nobody guided me. I was on those weird dark. I did mine died
2: when I was twenty four. My dad weighed like four hundred pounds yeah. when he died. You know, okay. he wasn't an
0: example of
2: working yeah. out stuff. So like so I, was, I can't I, say he did provide and he showed up and you know he was yeah. whether he was flying into town on a Friday and leaving on a Sunday night or a Monday morning for work, he was at every one of my baseball games on the weekend. Yeah. Coach my team, you know, so whatever, just, you know. I
0: just try to encourage the younger guys to like go for it, like flex in the gym like but i ain't trying to tell them to be cocky but like be confident in yourself like like uh do the before and after photos because i didn't take enough photos when i was younger and i i kind of regret it because you when you're in the best shape of your life how do people know what the what the fuck to reference it to unless you take the photos and it's just a matter of like believing in yourself. And again, just trying to spread positive vibes in the gym. And again, I'm not fucking perfect, but like I try to spread positivity is all I try so to be the
1: title player. that I typed in uh, for today's episode. You have truly embodied that that fitness is therapy. Yeah. 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 It I mean, is, man. You, you it's, can, you can it, just tell it. It saved it my, my life. Story, I, I promise
0: part. you fitness saved me. Like it, it, I was, I was dead, man. I was dead a few times, but what I'm trying to say is there's been multiple moments in my life where I can tell you that fitness saved my life. It is my passion, and it's, it's why I try to preach it, but I'm also a very humorous person. Does that make sense? Yeah. So oh, yeah. I, I, I do it through humor and laughter, which some people need to like catch that first.
2: Yeah, I mean we'll, some people got to get to know you. I mean, it's, yeah, like I said, I started this off. off saying how yeah, exactly. I, I yeah. how
0: I judged you.
2: You exactly. assumed.
0: assumed, I assumed, assumed. I, I assumed. You assumed that was a crazy crackhead,
2: <laughs> or you had Tourette's, or I don't know. I mean, I, 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 I,
0: too. I don't blame you when I'm. In, I always tell people when I'm in my fucking modes at the gym right now, because when fifteen years of heartbreak and you're already kind of crazy and you already take a little more pre-workout than you should you turn into something else man i am literally a gym monster
2: yeah but i mean there's finding a balance and all that and i mean like that that's good that i mean like i've learned to do that and there's a fine balance between that too i think (laughs) like you know people finding that happy medium i think you're still finding it i think you're really close in that zone of what you're doing but i mean the not giving a fuck, the being you, the putting yourself out there, the going to the gym, yeah. the wanting to share your experience. I mean, I think you should quit so- calling yourself a troll personally because you're not a troll to troll has a negative connotation to uh, it. Like, I, you I think you yeah. should quit calling yourself a troll because yeah. like, you're not a troll. Um Call yourself a fitness motivator. I mean, I don't, I don't know what the right word is yet. Right? It's but hard I mean, to like, find a
0: word for it because I hate that fucking word influencer. Dude. It's so yeah, fucking Yeah, I mean, like, cheesy, so you don't have to say you're an influencer. You're not trying to influence, I'm but trying you're to spread, trying to motivate. I'm trying to spread the word of fitness through humor. Fitness, just like love, humorous, happiness, yeah. humor. I'm I a mean, humorous person. You're like trying
2: it. to put those things together and share that with people so that they can yeah. find that common ground in there and put that back in their life. So, I mean personally i would i would drop the troll thing because you don't troll people you're not going on there and being negative to people i
0: actually did drop the troll thing in my profile description there you go i said i'm trying to spread i think the message of fitness through through my my passion of fitness through laughter and humor because that's 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 perfect i i changed it recently and again guys i'm literally going through this currently i i think this week Um, Has been another stepping stone in my life This is the first time I actually went dark I deleted my Instagram app Because that's my main um, social media app right now And uh, it's been weird Because it messed up like my whole routine Um, Because again I was vlogging my whole life Through my story So I went from that to absolutely fucking nothing But it got me to like call my brothers again It got me to like I don't know deal with my job a little differently In a positive way Um, Just do things I've been kind of putting off Like Responsibility wise, and uh, so I'm literally going through this journey right now, and it's been cool, man. It's- well, I,
2: again, I think that's part of you finding that happy medium of sharing your journey in a positive way with all these things. Yeah, and maybe that's not five posts a day. Maybe that's maybe that's a recap. Maybe that's a educational video for you on your channel. Maybe that's yeah. maybe that's a little more YouTube. Maybe you like, you know edit this into some videos where you get to sit down and like take the best of it and like capture your thoughts of what you struggled with throughout the week and how you dealt with it, what you did to overcome it, how you dealt with it. I mean, you know, life lesson, like people told me I made funny face to the gym and I needed to tell my face down. Well, that was the battle, you know, I like, still can't get so I, you know, there. like now I'm going to, you know, I, okay like funny faces you yeah, know like ha- how how did that affect I you i do like, make some funny
0: feel... fucking faces but god damn bro can you imagine yeah, that's like, not
2: I threatening should... though like i don't understand why anybody would even feel the need to address my that faces because... are pretty
0: severe uh, you know I'm i mean cra- i'm kind of crazy
2: well i mean <laughs> let's address the guy that's like riding the machine backwards it's not even doing <laughs> hey, it right i mean you. like Thank you. You know, there's people that could like seriously hurt themselves in the gym doing some of the stuff they do. Like it's, it's pretty outlandish and crazy, but you know, again, like some of it's just maturity. There's a lot of immaturity in the gym. There's a lot of flexing. There's a lot of, you know, no pun intended, but I mean, there's flexing. There's just showing off. There's, you know, just being in there to show people or like, you know, checking in just to check in or show people that you're at the gym. Fair enough. All right. I'm not checking in at the gym. Like I yeah. know where I'm at. I know I know where I'm putting yeah. in. I mean, do I need to let everybody else know at 5 a.m. I'm up and yeah. getting my shit together? But there's a balance
0: to it with being yeah. okay with like, you know, there's there's some some people need that. Some people need that like uh, accountability, right? Yeah. So I always say there's a thin line between arrogance and confidence, mm-hmm. right? And that's that's the part that's the danger. Thin part. line between love and hate too. Yep. And so, like, people got to find their balance. Hell, I literally have that fucking tattooed right there. That's why I struggle with it. And I'm on my journey. And because uh, the same thing, sometimes I get cocky. Sometimes I look in the mirror, I'm like, damn!" And sometimes I look in the mirror, I go, you're a piece of shit. I just think people need to find their confidence because confidence is important. You need to believe in yourself. But you do not need to be cocky. That's it. It's very simple. Keep shit simple, man.
1: I think the questions are going to be, the question will be very interesting for him. I think it'll be almost a challenge. Yeah,
0: what man. questions? What do you mean yeah, by it's
1: that? It's a surprise. It's a surprise. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we're, hey, we're, we're, shit, we're, we're, man. We're good. I'm excited. I just thought about that.
2: Yeah. So we're getting towards the end of the show here, and there's something we do with every one of our guests. It's probably oh, my favorite segment. Okay. I'm excited. So I'm going to fully explain it to you. Um, so that you can go in whatever direction you want to go with this. So we like to do, you know, common sense is, is about people sharing their journey so that we sit down under this common conversation, sharing a cigar, sharing some spirits, having a conversation so that others can learn from our successes, our failures, you yeah. know, learning. how You know, we didn't always have a purpose, a passion, yeah. following this, you know, this journey called life. Right, so that's that's what we do on this show, and one of the favorite segments of mine is at the end where it's called "My Two Cents." Oh shit! So, my two cents is just an opportunity you get. It could be something that you're feeling now. You you know maybe the show inspired, or you've just been weighing on your chest heavily lately. Whatever, it could be a thought you have, a belief you have. A saying you have, whatever mm. that you want to share with our listeners, that's just you giving us your two cents. And it I, can literally be about anything.
0: First thing that came to mind is something I said on my stories the other night Israel Adesanya literally knocked out Alex Pereira the other night in a glorious fashion. But his post fight victory speech was crazy because he said, I hope talking to you listeners i hope one day you can find this feeling i hope one day you can have this feeling but you will never have this feeling in your life if you don't go for something that's how i feel about this social media i feel like god put me in a certain direction and i was like i would rather push social media or go for something i'm passionate about and fail than to have never gone for it for at all I'm a nurse. I'm about to be a nurse practitioner. I'm gonna make money. I have a decent career, but something pushed me towards this direction. Yeah, that's it. Something pushed me to go take a fucking selfie with you, and now we're on a podcast, smoking my first cigar, and drinking a drink because I just said hello. Yeah, that's my point. It's it's life changing. Go for your fucking passions or dreams. Go like actually go for it. Like go for it. Put yourself out there. Exactly. No, that that, that that's my two cents. Because yeah. I go. It literally changed that, my fucking life, I bro. Hate,
2: I'm a big UFC fan. Everybody knows that. Oh, shit. I'm a big UFC fan. What happened? Um, I hate that such great words of wisdom came out of Israel's mouth.
0: Oh, fuck, man! I
2: hate, I hate that, shit. honestly. Okay. Because I think he's a very disrespectful fighter. Oh, he is. Um,
0: he's ca- he can't I mean, like, when he,
2: when he mounted Borishima... Oh, um, uh, yeah, yeah, that was... That was that, that, was that was cross line. You know, yeah. same thing, Joe Rogan, somebody I really look up Damn to, and it. I love Joe Rogan. Why he chose when Conor McGregor broke his leg to put a mic in his mouth and not just uh, stay with the champion at the time and talk with him to where you gave him an opportunity to do what Conor does and create more controversy yeah, and talk uh, shit. Like, I'm just not for that. But, like, what you just yeah. quoted, I, I, too, was like man that was deep that was great i just
0: i resonated with the message i resonate with the message and you know what he has those
2: moments if if he could contain that a little bit more and have a little more compassion for the guys he fights yeah and a little more respect yeah i i I would be gay and i've noticed i think it's changing in him and I'm, i'm all for that because he's not doing the full like wwe like crazy oh, right. walkouts yeah, and stuff yeah, anymore yeah, yeah, yeah. like he's a little more he still does the hike his he leg he got humbled on the, a little bit he got humbled yeah he got humbled a little bit and you know he's not like a lot of it actually, he's yeah. not like hiking his leg on every post in the octagon anymore i mean I, I've, st- I've still seen him do it every now and then but
0: it's cool you brought that up because i feel like i'm going down the same journey Where i feel like i'm i was probably too crazy in the gym again i met you a month ago if you saw me two months ago i'm telling you man
2: well and it all started because of the observation i had of you and you came in yeah. and i mean i'm not going to bring up what actually happened why you were in a down mood that day yeah but you know i noticed that yeah and i was like hey this dude needs somebody to say hello and pick him that's up a cool, little man. Bit. I and i said what's that. up
0: yeah and then cool. you know
2: a friendship you know engaged exactly. from there so you know all for it man like Thank you for coming on the show, man. Oh, like, yeah, I've really enjoyed having you on here. I hope you had a good time on here. It's been dope. Um, big announcement for you guys. So as I hinted to a few weeks ago, there is going to be a second podcast. I Like you just said, uh, I've always had a passion for music. There's another podcast that is going to be solely about music. Oh, cool. um, I'm not going to give away all the details just yet, but... I am going to leave you guys with this. So any of you watching or any of you that hear this podcast after the fact, May 8th, May 8th, write it down, mark it on your calendar. May 8th, motherfuckers. May 8th. um, Approximately, I'm going to say somewhere around 6 30 PM. You'll see the first part. We're going to go live from a potential new location. Cool. Um There will be a live music performance from a good friend of mine's band, Mockingbird. Um, we're going to have a live performance with them. Test the space out. It will be followed with a brief impromptu. I'm not going to put a time limit on it, but I'm going to say there will be a short podcast. that will be a special version that it's not going to be the common sense format you guys are used to, but... It'll be very similar, but all music based. So that's cool. Get ready. If this space ends up rocking, we'll be bringing this all to you sooner than later. So check that shit out. Yep. Don't be a bitch. Teaser that's coming. Um, hope you guys enjoyed the show. Uh, we'll see you again next week. And until hey. then, have a great week.
1: See you.